Oh goody, you found me. This is Let's Get Passionate and we are just about to get started. Okay, we have podcast episode being recorded. That's why my mic's here. If it's not directly in front of my face, it does not pick up the sound properly. So I'm not just trying to look super cool. So welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for hopping on. This means the absolute world to me and January as well. January is on here. You can see that he said hello, um, but it says that his app needs to be upgraded in order to come on live. So unfortunately, he's not on live with me like we hoped he would be, but he is here watching us as well. So if you have anything to say to January, if you have a little message for him, you can show it in that comment box there. So I hope you're all in your pajamas or comfy somehow because don't let this makeup fool you. I am still in a slumpy tee and pajama bottoms, watermelon pajama bottoms. So I hope that you're comfy. Prop me up on a pillow and you'll hear this perfectly fine. So this won't take too much of your time. I'm Emily Martin. I'm not sure who maybe doesn't even know me personally, but I am a mom of three. You guys maybe just saw that all of my kids were on here. Hey, Kate. Um, and the three kids are 11, almost seven and two and a half, three in December. So we are a busy household, um, but we all actually know and interact with January in our own ways. So the kids send videos back and forth with January. He sends videos of himself, his family and his brothers. Um, so it's been really fun to see how we all kind of get along that way. I decided to record this as a podcast episode so that it can be put out for people who maybe don't even follow me on social media or people on Facebook, maybe who Hey, Jan, who um, don't have me on Instagram. So I'll be able to share it that way too. So this is in front of me for that reason. I'm going to be covering the five W's and that one pesky H that goes along with them. The who, what, where, when, why, and how of how we can help January and what his goals are. So I want to first start with who, of course, to introduce you to January and tell you how special he is and how incredible he is before we let you know about how you can help. January entered my life in 2020, the very, very beginning of 2020, maybe even the very end of 2019. He lives approximately 12,823 kilometers away in a small town called Kibosho Karima. Karima means Western and Kibosho is the town name in Tanzania on the south side of Kilimanjaro, but northeast in Africa, of course. So I used a little website um, that did the location drop from point to point, and that's how I got that kilometer distance. It is such a vast dist distance, obviously, but cell phones, social media, the internet makes the world such a smaller place. It's so funny that I've had this friend for two years. We've been talking nonstop, honestly. We talk all the time, and now I'm sharing him with you. So this is so fun. Like I said, in 2019, January's aunt gave him a smartphone, so he decided to get social media. He got Instagram and made his account name Family Community Awareness, which that account got hacked, so don't try to look it up, unfortunately. But he was following churches and Christians and people from other countries just to spread the word for his mission in Africa. What he was doing was trying to fight for women and children's rights. And so he asked me simply to support his page. He said, hey, I think he said, hello, dear, or hello, ma'am. Please check out my page. And so I looked at his page and I saw a real human being living a, a real life in a third world country and just wanting to have rights for women and children that we have here, obviously. And so, of course, I was compelled to follow him and we started getting to know each other right away. And I learned about his lifestyle and his family. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. And his mother's name is Esther, mom, Soma, aged 45 
in African language and culture, um, January means that you are the firstborn because obviously that's the first month. So January is named that for being the firstborn. He's 27 and he was named after his dad and his grandfather as well. So they were both named that. And he has five siblings. He has Jessica, 25, Tumena, who's 23, Joan, who's 21, John Mari, who's 13, and Michael, who's 10. John Mari and Michael are still currently in elementary school, which is really special. I'm really glad that they are. January is always sending me infographics, statistics, charts, and facts about his community, country, culture, lifestyle, cuisine, and more which is so fun because I would have no idea and I would have no connection to somebody in Africa, in Tanzania, if it weren't for him. So this is really fun. And in reciprocation, we send him back pictures and videos of us and the kids when we go to tourist attraction type of places or beautiful locations and the food that we eat and stuff like that. So we send things back and forth as well. He loved when we went to the CN Tower because he had heard of it before. So he was so blown away that we were actually there in person. So that was fun for both of us. It's been a really grounding and humbling experience to have a connection to someone like January who teaches me about what's really important in life. And I have learned a lot from him and his attitude and his outlook on life. And I'm really excited to be sharing him with you. So a little bit of a side note, I guess, is that like my heart has always kind of had Africa in mind. I've always thought about building a school there one day, but I never really had obviously the means or the connections to do so. So this is a super cool intentional step and in being involved in January's country. So hopefully this will open some doors for me um, to work towards that goal. So more about January. January chose not to learn the language of his tribe called the Chaga tribe. He chose instead to learn English, which he knew was a more international language that connected a lot of people. And he also knows Swahili, which is the standard language or the first language in Africa. So Google Translate has helped a lot with us communicating back and forth together because obviously he'll use Google Translate to send or to receive my messages, but then to make sure that he's saying the right things back to me. And his broken English is so good. And he sends videos of himself talking. So it's not even just Google Translate that's being able to communicate for us. He's really good at speaking English too. So that's really sweet. So January's natural native tribe values business and education really highly. So before January's father left his community for a gold mining job, his grandmother said to his dad, January is different in his mind. He thinks good things while he's young. Get him into a good Catholic school. January is so lucky and I'm so proud of him because he has completed all of his schooling all the way up to a college degree in human resources management. So he finished his elementary school, his high school, his post-secondary education, and he was also accepted into university but just couldn't attend because of fees and um, financial struggles. So He has gotten all the way up in the education system in Tanzania, and I'm so proud of him because obviously we know not everyone has that opportunity. So super proud of him for that. Hey, Emma. January and his three friends after college decided that they were going to educate their community's parents on how to plan financially for their children's future. So they were trying to share the importance of education and the value of education um, for parents to be able to set money aside and plan financially for that rather than it come up as, you know, a shocking expense. So he says that even though they weren't making money doing that, they were all very happy. So that's just another testament to his heart. So the main problems that are faced in his country are poverty and illiteracy. And you can imagine how they kind of go hand in hand. Elementary school in Tanzania 
or in his community at least, costs 300 Canadian dollars, which converted to Tanzanian shillings is 545,761. And that sounds like a lot of money, obviously, even in Canadian dollars, $300 for school um, is not necessarily cheap. So if you can't pay for school because you're experiencing complete poverty, then you obviously won't learn to read and write. So it's this vicious cycle of poverty, illiteracy, just snowballing. And January is trying to promote the importance of education for that exact reason. So obviously education is important in every single country. January plans to continue to be a voice in his community for what can be achieved with a proper education. He wants to be an example of what's possible. He plans to use his status in the community once he's a restaurant owner as a podium to continue to encourage parents to invest into their children's educations and their futures. So the way that January's family is currently making money is buying and selling used clothes in the market, market being tons and tons of stalls and people walking back and forth. Um, And it requires a lot of interaction, of course, and we'll get to why that's a problem right now. And also their farm grows crops that they can sell in the market as well. So I'm moving into the what section. So we just talked about who January is, who his family is, and kind of what their lifestyle is like. Now we're into what. So although January is highly educated, the jobs in his country are incredibly limited, as you can imagine. Most people live off of their land and sell their products and services. Um, The farm does provide a small income for them, but it's not really a sufficient enough income to send John Murray and Michael to school and to support the whole family in the house as well. So January was really looking for opportunities in order to fix the financial situation of his family. So you can imagine COVID-19 in Ontario, in Barrie, in Canada, um, has just been wiping the place clean in terms of, you know, people interacting, people being out in crowds, people being able to um, talk to each other without a mask on. In Tanzania, there is nothing like that. There's no no government mandated signage. There's no masks. There's nothing to protect them in that way. And uh, January is really noticing that the marketplace is not as busy as it was. There's not as much interaction as there used to be. And this is meaning that there's less money coming in for his family. So the government also made a statement. It was the Christian Medical Hospital, I think, that made a statement saying that people should be not leaving their homes. People should not be interacting with people outside of their own homes. And so that means that no one can go to the market, obviously, which is a big problem because the market is where they make their money. They're currently struggling to keep John Murray and Michael in school. The headmaster has been a very gracious leader and has been allowing the kids to continue in school until finances are available, but they know that it can't continue that way. Obviously, they can't continue not to pay for school. Hey, Alex. Yay. So earlier in this year, in March, January's father passed away, unfortunately, from a work-related head injury, leaving January at age 27, the man of the household, to take care of his mom and five siblings. So he has to be resourceful and creative to find ways to provide for his family. It's asking me if I want Alex to be in my video, which, no offense, Alex, but you can watch today. (laughs) So January told me that he felt that he needed to change the family business Um, in order to provide for his family more effectively. And this came like kind of as like a humble realization. You know, it's not very easy to admit that your family business is failing and that something else needs to be done. Um, But he was able to really look at his life and see what needed to be done. um, And he's willing to make those changes on his own, which is really, really cool. That's okay, Alex. It's fine. We discussed the purchasing of secondhand clothing bales that are available in Canada. So I looked online. I looked them up um, to see 
what the cost of the bale of clothing was because it's like a massive like 100 pound bale of used clothing and they're not in a heap they're like folded up to be a humongously squared stack cube of clothing so we looked into that to bailing them out would be way more money than it would be to even buy the clothing so it just didn't really make sense that wasn't really sitting right and then january shared with me about half a month ago that he had this idea for a zanzibar pizza restaurant And I don't know why, but when he told me about this pizza restaurant, I just had a vision of me fundraising for him. And so it honestly just got the gears going. And that's how this all started. So I'm going to tell you about where. So we did who January was, what current problems exist for his family, and now where. So if you haven't seen my pictures on social media yet, Zanzibar is the most beautiful island off the west coast of Tanzania. It's a region within Tanzania. It's not its own country. It's about 400 kilometers away from where January lives. And it's not that he wants his restaurant to be there. He wants his restaurant to be inspired by the food and cuisine that's naturally occurring there. It's encircled by the Indian Ocean and resembles the Maldives in Mexico, in my opinion. It has lush green forests, white sand beaches, crystal clear blue water. It's so beautiful. January says that some of the best food is from there. And so he's inspired to open a restaurant featuring Zanzibarian cuisine. The main focus will be pizza, although it will serve other dishes as well. So comparing it to Canadian food, if you saw the pictures of it, it's kind of like a pizza meets a panini meets nachos. Like it's a fully loaded pizza. There's lots of vegetables on there. And sometimes, but not always, it's folded and then grilled on either side and then served cut up into squares. It's like a pull apart pizza that's so yummy and delicious looking. So if you have not looked up or seen the pictures that I've posted of Zanzibar or Zanzibar pizza, please Google those because you will be drooling at the beauty and the deliciousness of those things. So the reason why this is a very lucrative opportunity for January is that there is there's currently no Zanzibar themed restaurants or Zanzibar inspired restaurants in his area. And he'd like to open this restaurant close to the International College for Wildlife by Kilimanjaro. Because this area is always busy with locals and travelers, which makes it a really promising place for business. So when, when January aims to open his restaurant at the end of August. So on my end, in terms of funding, I'm aiming to have this money to him in the first few days of August. So thus, I'm going to make the cutoff for contribution to this fundraiser July 31st. We also want to be able to be keeping John Mari and Michael in school, and that will be done through some of this money as well, just to keep them in school for the meantime until the restaurant starts populating its own money, obviously. We're brought to why. So we know the who, what, where, and when, and now the why, which is the most important, really, because we all know that you need to know why you're doing something for your commitment and follow through, of course. And there's a few books on it, if you haven't heard. And here is January's why. So as I mentioned previously, COVID-19 wiped through his community. The marketplace has not been financially successful for him and his family. And it's a family of seven. They don't have tons of desires and and possession goals. They just want to have their food and be comfortable and have their kids going to school. And the Kilimanjaro Christian Medical Center has announced the shortage of breathing machines and beds. So that makes January even more nervous for his mom to continue to try to sell in the marketplace because the statistics of people over 50 in Tanzania attracting COVID-19 is pretty much just death related. There's not really many cases in which people are recovering because there's not the aid that we have here. So he does not want to lose his mother as well. Of course, he's lost his father and he does not want to lose his mother to COVID of all things. And 
this is a really nice way that he can protect her while also, uh, you know, honoring her, right? He's he's opening this restaurant and he's going to be making money for his mom and she can maybe like have a little bit of a break and sit back and relax. She deserves it. She's been doing all this work for this whole time and uh, he just wants to honor his mom. January is aware that his siblings will have to drop out of elementary school if they are unable to continue to pay. So that's another why that's really pushing him. He wants to keep his um, siblings in school. As you know, he obviously is a very vocal about the importance of education. So he wants them to stay in school. The reasons why January chose the Zanzibar pizza restaurant, as you heard, was that there's no current Zanzibar cuisine restaurants, which makes this restaurant unique and exciting and different than anything in the area. And if you were counting earlier, he has four sisters. And so all four of those sisters know how to cook excellently and they know how to cook Zanzibarian cuisine. And so those four sisters will be able to be employed at the family restaurant as well and able to help January run the restaurant, which is really, really cool and really important for his own health as well, right? That he can have maybe a break if he needs to with four other family members helping there. So January imagines the COVID protocol in his restaurant because you may be thinking, you know, people aren't supposed to be interacting. People aren't supposed to be going out. How is it going to work with a restaurant? And January assumes that he'll have the seats separated for now um, as they are in Canada, you know, just spaced out and also signage up in order to have people staying a safe distance apart from each other. But it will be an open air restaurant, as you saw maybe in that picture. Kind of looks like safari themed. The air will just flow right through there. So there's not going to be a worry about, you know, constricted air and um, the germs floating around. It'll be an open air restaurant, which is really good. So January feels security in the fact that people will always need to eat and people will always be able to get food from his restaurant. So he feels that that is a very stable and sound business choice because obviously the food industry is not going anywhere. So finally, we have how. So we did who, what, where, when, why. Here's how. To open the small style of restaurant that January aspires to have, it costs 9.1 million Tanzanian shillings or $5,000 Canadian. So our goal for this fundraiser is $5,000 Canadian. With that money, January will be able to register his business, pay for rent in the building, acquire charcoal, ovens, tables, chairs, ingredients, etc., so by the grace of God, we are all working towards this together. I feel so blessed to know you all. It's through people like you that are the hands and feet of Jesus, helping people, international children of God, the human race to have successful, strong and healthy lives. So this will be built together. January plans to name this restaurant Third Restaurant which is because there was three key factors in opening it. The one being his original idea and inspiration, two being my organization of this fundraiser. And we've been kind of talking business ideas back and forth. And three, you guys, the donors are the final ingredient that are putting this restaurant together for him. So we are the three. We are praying for capital, generosity, and abundance for January's family. And so another part of the how for how the money will get to him is I will be sending the money collected to January using a program called M-Pesa, which is similar to e-transfer. M-Pesa is unique to Africa and was launched to help its users receive international funding from people all over the world. So for January to receive money without being charged a fee per transaction, I'm going to be collecting it all and sending it in a lump sum to him because to send a lump sum over 1.5 million Tanzanian shillings, the fee is waived. 
So if you feel connected and pulled to help January, Esther, Jessica, Tumena, Joan, John, Mari, and Michael, please send your desired amount of money to January Zanzibar Pizza. So I'm going to um, I'm going to switch you guys for one second to this way. I'm going to type it for you. Hi. So January Zanzibar Pizza at gmail.com. That is the email address, januaryzanzibarpizza at gmail.com. That is where you send your money if you feel compelled and pulled to help, if you have the means to do so. Thank you so much. Again, the cutoff is going to be July 31st, so you have a few days, and it would mean the absolute world to me if you shared this message with some people in your life that you think would feel connected to it as well. Not necessarily that they would donate, but that they would maybe have the heart to share it as well. I'll be sharing the amount raised and sent, and um, January will hopefully be keeping us up to date on the project on his end on Instagram. If you want to follow him, it's at January, like the month, John, J-O-H-N, J, if you want to follow along. January says that in Swahili, they say Asante, which means both thank you and bless you. And we are blowing his mind right now with how generous and caring international strangers can be. Again, I thank you so much from the absolute bottom of my heart. This means the world to me. This means the world to January. I can't do this without you guys. And I know that I know some of the most generous, loving people that there are. So I'm so proud of us and what we're going to accomplish together. January just wants to be well-fed and educated. He wants his family to be well-fed and educated, which are things that we take for granted so easily in North America. And I know I just, I have the heart to let that happen for him. I can't, I can't know somebody in a country like that and see his lifestyle and not do anything to help. Right. And, you know, I could send some money on my own, but it definitely could not surmount to $5,000 just by me. So it is together that we do this. The third restaurant for us three involved Thank you so much. And I'm going to leave a little space for questions here if you want anything clarified or if you have anything to say. But again, the email address on here. I mean, I wonder if I can pin this post or something or like pin comment. There we go. Okay. So I pinned that to the top. You'll see January Zanzibar pizza at gmail.com. January like the month. Z-A-N-Z-I-B-A-R pizza P-I-Z-Z-A at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. I hope that you all stay so healthy and get out in that sun. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you learned something new. Hit follow or subscribe to get my weekly episode and add me online. It's Let's Get Passionate on both Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day.